Did it da 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 da
The Malachim returned back to Yaakov and they say, We came to your brother to Esav. He's coming towards you with 400 men. Ninth parak of Yechezkel. says prophecy there's going to be malachim that are going to traverse around Yerushalayim same Yerushalayim that we're in right now and the malachim are going to place a sign upon the heads of every person in Yerushalayim the word for sign there which is used is the word tav they're going to place a tav tav means a sign but it's also the last letter of the Aleph the letter tav The very beginning of the Zohar starts by telling us that each of the letters of the Aleph base come to their Rabboni Shalom and say, create the world with me. Every letter wants the world to be created with it. And each of the letters come to their Rabboni Shalom and give their pitch about why they're the best letter to create the world. And Hashem dismisses each of them. So the Zohar begins, the letter tough comes and says to the Rabban Shalom that this letter tough, as Yechezkel says over there, that the Malachim are going to come and put on the faithful, on the heads of the faithful of Yerushalayim, the letter tough is a, a Shmira. The letter tough is the letter of, it's the final letter of MS, it's the final letter of the Aleph Bez. It's the truth of all things that lies at the end. And Hashem says that to the letter Taf, it's true that the letter Taf is part of the word emes, but it's also part of the word mace. And that every person in Yerushalayim who received this letter Taf upon their forehead has to decide there's a way that a person reacts to this letter Taf. How does a person react to the end of something? Anytime there's an end of something, I personally... I'm going through, you know, an end of sorts of just completing a safer. It's an end. You put in everything into it. You know, Baruch Hashem, the Swarm just arrived today. And, uh, you know, there's a, it's like saying goodbye to it. You know, you're done with the editing. You're done with the printing. You're done with the writing. You're done with every. You have to put it to the side and move on to the next thing. We're ending a week of yeshiva, another week of yeshiva. Every time a person comes to an end or is faced with the end, Every time a person comes to the end of a meal, we're learning about uh, Zimun, about Brachos, every time a person comes to the end of a meal, comes to the end of an experience, well, there are two options how a person can engage with that experience. Come to the end of something. 
The end is fast approaching. Banu al-Achicha, we came to your brother, and we saw that he has 400 men who are coming to meet you. 400 men who are coming to meet you means the, the finality of something. The Torah from the Degel Machin Ephraim, from Rav Ephraim of Sadlkov, it's quoted in the Sefer Basayim, as Yurtzeg was just this week. Precious Truma, if I'm not mistaken, that's where you can find it. There's a Mishnah in Sech's Idios that says that Eliyahu Anavi does not come to be metame the, the Tahorim or to be metare the Tameim. That we have halacha, how to do that. Eliyahu Anavi is not coming to reveal because Eliyahu Anavi sees behind the scenes, you know. Eliyahu Anavi's one job, says the Mishnah in Idios, the last Mishnah, if I'm not mistaken, in Idios. Last, uh, the last mission of Adios. It's my father. Just walked into there. That's my brother. And my nephew. What a surprise. I didn't know my father was in Eretz for those who are uh... I'm not sure what uh, meditation he used to get here, but... Gracious <laughs> Avi Mori. <laughs> the Mishnah comes. <laughs> the Mishnah says that Eliyahu becomes l'rachik es akrovim l'karev es To distance those who are close and to make close those who are distant. There's many interpretations of what this means. The Basayim quotes from the Degel Machin Ephraim, from the Rephaim of Sadlkov. You know the Gemara tells us in Mesech Shabbos that the letters of the Aleph Beis, Shin, Kuf, and Reish, are all next to each other. They're letters that come one after another in quick succession. Whereas the letters Aleph, Mem, and Tav are found at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the Aleph Beis. Elion Navi comes... Lerachik is a krovim, it means he comes to disperse Sheker from the world. He comes to remove Sheker from the world, those that are close together, the letters that are close together. The Gemara says there, why does Sheker, Shin, Kuf, and Resh come to a single point? Shin comes to a point at the bottom, Kuf has one leg, Resh has one leg. But Emes has sturdy bases, Aleph has sturdy two legs, Mem has a long base on the bottom, Tuf has two legs also. Because Sheker ultimately fades away, and Emes is the thing that lasts at the end. The problem is that you don't come across MS too, too often. The beginning, the middle, the end. Po Visham, you come across the osios of MS. Sheker comes quick all the time. Shin, Kuf, Resh. The letters are right next to each other, but they don't last. The etzim Sheker is Misa. Sheker means death. Kumar tells a story about a certain place called Kushta. A place, a town called Kushta. Obviously, this is a metaphor. The Maral says it's very difficult to understand. Kushta is the name of the place. It means there's a place called truth. Kushta is how you say truth in Aramaic. And in that place, no one ever died. Because truth means that which can't dissipate, that which lasts forever. <coughs> so Esav is coming with the Koch of Taf, which means the Koch of the end. The Taf, which could be MS, but it could also lead us to, to think of Misa. The Bnei Saskar, my father just walked into the room, the Bnei Saskar says that when Adam Rishon ate from the Eitz Adas, so there were three Alephs that were Nifgam, 
There were three Alephs that were injured in some way. The Aleph of Aleph Dalit Nun Yud of Adnus, of Hashem's name, Aleph Dalit Nun Yud. The Aleph of the word Adam, of Adam himself, meaning there was Kivyachal, some crack in the appearance of Adnus in the world, of Adam himself and of Emes, the Aleph of Emes. Each of them had a crack that appeared in them. And as much as there was a crack in each of those Alephs, the Avos come along and repair one at a time those three cracks. The Gemara says in Brachos that Avram Avinu is the first one to refer to Hashem as Adnus, Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. He's the first one to call Hashem Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. Bnei Sassar explains that when the Aleph was impaired in the Shem Adnus, in the, in the name of Adam and in the name of Emes, what was left over is from Aleph Dalad Nun Yud, there's left the letters of Din. In Adam, there's the letters of Dam. And in Emes, there's the letters of Mace. Avram Avinu comes and calls the Rabbon Shalom Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. He repairs the Aleph of Adnus. And it becomes again Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. Yitzchak Avinu risks his life, his Moser Nefesh, by listening to Avram Avinu that the Akedah, he's a grown man. Avram was much older, you know, in, in the sense of weaker than Yitzchak. And Yitzchak puts his neck out on the line for Am Yisrael because he hears that this is what Hashem wants. And he repairs the dam and again becomes Adam. Titan Emes Yaakov. Pasuk says, give truth to Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu Lomes. Yaakov Avinu doesn't die. Yaakov Avinu is the one who looks finality, who looks at Esav coming towards him and says that finality just is an appearance of finality. Yaakov is the one who looks at finality and says, Yesh li kol. I have everything. I have everything that I need. You know why? Because if I have a little bit of something true, it lasts forever. It's like, imagine if all you had was a piece of bread, like this, and a little bottle of water. You're a poor person. You're a dead man. But imagine if that little piece of bread and that little bottle of water lasted forever. A little bit of something that lasts forever, a little bit of MS, is something which can clear away everything else. So Yaakov Avinu, when he sees Esau's coming with his 400 men, with the end, Yaakov Avinu sees that and says, Yeshli Kol, I have everything I need. Esau says, take back your gifts. He says, Yeshli Kol, I have everything. Yeshli Kol is 400 also. Yishikol is also 400. Svarim say that, that Esav is, Esav's whole Indian is that he sees the world with eye and ra. What happens for most people when they come to finality, they come to, they come to the place of, of tough, to the end of something? <coughs> the Pasuk says in Navi, mimicking the language of the, the people who are saying such a thing, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we will die. When a person sees the finality of something, they say, there's limited, uh, there's limited means of, of experiencing something, so I need to chap as much of it as I can right now. Svarim say, Ayn Ra is Bigamatria 400 also, that's Esav. Esav comes with 400 men, that's Ayn Ra, stingy. Everything you see is limited, conspicuous consumption. There's only so much of the material around, I need to grab as much of it as I can. As much of it as I can. That's why Esav says, Anuchi holich lamus, I'm going to die, Give me the, I need the soup, give me the soup. Whereas Yaakov says, 
if I have a one little stick, Alifa has took away everything, I have one little stick. I have one little jug of oil, Pachim Ketanim, I have one little jug of oil. So I have everything, the Isha Shunamis, we're reading the Parsha, the Isha Shunamis, she had one little jug of oil, and the Navi was able to come and turn that into riches and riches and riches because she had one little thing that was emistic. One small piece of emes is able to last forever. That's why, Pinchas Karzer says, Ve'yashuvah ha'malachim el Yaakov lemor. The malachim come to Yaakov saying, so Pinchas Karzer says, he doesn't explain it, Ve'yashuvah ha'malachim el Yaakov lemor is Rosh Etevos Eliyahu. Eliyahu Naviu comes l'rachik, Eliyonov is the one who comes to distance Sheker and to bring close Emes because he says Yaakov Avinu is about to be met by this Koach of 400, by the Koach of the end, by the Koach of the finality of something. Titan Emes Yaakov. Eliyonov is the one who scatters the Sheker and brings close to Emes. Who says to Yaakov, if you could have a little bit of something, and that little bit of something is holy, it's Enu the Medrash says, we're a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Kotel HaMaravi. Chazal tells us in the Medrash that the Kotel HaMaravi is able to stand. The Pasuk says in Shir Hashirim. He stands behind the wall. Where it says, Shechina inu betela. Shechina never was over from the Kotel HaMaravi. Shechina stayed there forever. The notion that Shechina Enu Betela is not just talking about the Kotel Mari, it means it's a principle that when a person touches something of the Shechina, it's Enu Betela. The whole Indian of the Pachim Ketanim, of the oil, of the oil, Shemen Mishchas Kodesh, is one of the Kinuim, is one of the nicknames in, in Svarim HaKadoshim for the Shechina. Shemen Mishchas Kodesh. The reason because when oil gets in your clothing, gets in your, you know, gets on something, it doesn't come out, right? it's, it's Enu Betela, it doesn't, never leaves. Because when a person touches something that's holy, that's something that's real, something that's emes, so then emes is forever. Kush kai. Truth lasts forever. So I saw in the Sefer Torah's emes. I'll sing again in a second. I saw in the Sefer Torah. My father walked in. I have extra powers today. I saw in the Sefer Torah's emes. Rebbe Eger. Rebbe Eger says... At Yaakov Avinu, towards the end of the parsha, he goes to a place called, well, he ends up calling it Sukosa, Sukos. Ace of leaves, by Yaakov Nasa Sukosa. Yaakov travels to a place called Sukos. Sukos. For himself, he builds a house. For his animals, he builds Sukos. Alkein Karashem Amakum Sukos. Says Rebbe Eger, he built a house for himself and he built Sukos for his animals, so he called the place Sukos. Call the place bias. So he says an amazing thing. This is how he reads the Pasuk. He says, Yaakov Nasa Sukosa means, what's the sukkah? The sukkah is the Shechina. The tzel of the sukkah, the, which, which that wasn't that long ago. Sukkah is in Chanukah, also eight days, eight days. A lot of Torah on that. Sukkah is the union of the Shechina. The Shechina is not battle. When a person's Sitting in the sukkah, and the, you have the psolas gorn v'yekev. You have all the junk from production, from the wine and the and the grain, and you have all this extra stuff. You put it over your sukkah. 
the Gorin and the Ekev. The Gorin is the threshing floor, the Ekev is the wine production. You take the extra vines and all the schmutz and you put it over the... And Hashem Shechina rests upon that. Because you took something which is nothing, which ostensibly is nothing, and you attached it to, to something holy. So the Pesach says, Yaakov, Nasa Sukosa, Yaakov's traveling to Sukkot. So what that means is Yaakov's whole life is traveling in the direction of the Shechina. Yaakov placed everything in the direction of the Shechina. Therefore, because Yaakov put everything in the direction of the Shechina, therefore he was able to build a house for himself. What does that mean? Sukkot means that temporary, everything is temporary. Yaakov understood everything in the world is temporary, but if a person recognized that that temporary thing could be used to do something eternal in this moment, Yaakov nasa sukosa. He, he stared the temporary nature of existence in the face, and he said, I'm going to turn this into a sukkah. And by turning that into a sukkah, he built a house for himself. And you know what else he was able to do? He's able to take the Bahamias, he was able to take the behema, and he built a sukkah for it. I can temporarily take care of you also, because I need you in order to do what I'm going to be able to do. And Yaakov said the temporariness of life is the most amazing thing. He called the place Sukosa because the only reason he was able to build a bias is because he stared at the, the temporary nature of, of things in the face. He saw 400 men coming to greet him. Esau's coming to meet me. And instead of saying, he said, because all I need is this minute. Because if I use this minute in the right way, then it's eternal. So it's almost the Kislev. End of the story. They say it about more than one Rebbe of Chabad. A lot of them were interrogated by the, uh, by the Russians. They say that Friedrich Rebbe was held at gunpoint and was told to give up certain information that he said to the prison. He said, you think this little revolver scares me? said, a, a, a gun like this, a revolver like this, only scares a person who has only one world and many gods. He said, but I have many worlds and I have only one God. If in this moment I sanctify the world in the way that Hashem wants, there's many worlds. I'm not afraid of you. You could put away your little toy. A person is able to look finality in the face and to be able to say, Afal Pikein. I'm going to be Nosa Sukosa. I'm going to travel towards the Shechina and recognize that the temporary nature of things is able to be salvaged when I attach to Hashem. That's a person who could build a, a house. That's a person who could build the Beis HaMikdash.
This battle which reaches at Kisya Akavur, it goes, the dust reaches up to the Kisya Akavur, tries to make Yaakov forget what he learned. And last week's Parsha, a Torah from Shimshin Master Poli, that I was able to share with a lot of high school guys while I was recruiting. I shared it a few times. Shimshin Master Poli said that when Yaakov Avinu wakes up from his dream, he said, so Rosh Hashanah says that Achain is Rosh Hashanah's Aryeh Kruv Nesher, three out of the four faces on the Kisei Akavod. Achain Yesh Hashanah Oh, I knew that the Kisei Akavod had these mythical creatures. You know, I mean, they're not that we know that we have them in this world, but on the Kisei Akavod, they they looked a little different. The Aryeh, the Kruv, and the Nesher, the, the lion, the eagle, and the one of the Kruv and the, the, the cherubs, the Malachim. Anochi lo yadati, but I didn't realize Anochi, Aryeh. Nesher, Kruv, and Yud, which is the fourth face on the Kisei Kavur, which is the face of Yaakov himself. I knew that, I knew that there were these things going on in Shemayim, but I didn't know I was part of it. Had I known, I wouldn't have fallen asleep in a place like this because there's so much for me to do. I'm also, like the Baal Shem Tov and the Vilna Gombo said, Da malamala mincha, Mishnah Pirkei Know what is above you. Know what is above you doesn't just mean know what is above you. But da mala mala, you should know da. Parentheses. Mala mala. What's going on above? Mimcha. 
It's from you. Da, kama, mala mala mincha. You should know that what's going on above is from you. Not just know what's above you, that there's an eye in Roa and an Ozen Shamas and everything's written in the Sefer. That's the Pashat Pshat in the Mishnah. But da, you should know that mala mala mincha. And Yaakov wakes up and he says, Achein yesh Hashem imakom hazevah, I knew that there were other things, there were celestial things going on, but I didn't realize that Yaakov Avinu, that my face was on the Kisah Kavad, I didn't realize I was part of it. Because I'll say that Yaakov and Esav, or this Malach of Esav, are, are wrestling in such a way that the Avavayavek Ishimo, the dust from Avak, relation of Avak, the dust that's coming up, it's rising from the wrestling, goes Ad Lamakum to the Kisya Kavod. It means that the Malach is trying to make Yaakov forget that it's Talay on him, that he can do it. So the Ben Ishchai says, that the machlokas between Esav and Yaakov is summarized in what each of them is after. <coughs> Yaakov Avinu crosses back over the river in order to go get the Pacham Ketan. And the Malach of Esav, when things go sour for him and he realizes he can't win, so he plays a dirty trick. You know, he gives the last minute, he gives like uh, when the judge isn't looking, and he gives Yaakov Avinu. Karate chopped to the leg. He hits him the kaf hayerech, in the kaf of his thigh. He says the Ben Ishchai, you see from here that the battle between Esau and Yaakov is a battle between the pach and the kaf. Pach is a pei and a chaf, and a kaf is a chaf and a pei. What does that mean? So the Ben Ishchai said that the letters pei and kaf are not only letters, but they're also words. And what's unique about both of these letters is that they have two iterations. There's an open pay and a closed pay. Or there's a closed pay, rather. And there's the final pay, which is called an open pay. There's a pay stuma and a pay psucha. A closed pay is when the bottom, when the pay looks like this, it has you know, a little swirl, and then on the bottom, a line. As opposed to the open pay, where there's the same little swirl, but instead of it closing on the bottom, it goes straight down like a nunsofil. That's called a pei psucha. And the chaf, the same thing. There's a chaf stuma. Chaf stuma means when the chaf looks like this, when the bottom is blocked off. And the chaf psucha is when there's, it looks like again, with the nun sofit being attached to the top of the letter. <coughs> the letter pei, which is spelled pei hey, which is the osios pe, mouth. And the letter chaf, which is the osios kaf, means a hand, are at odds with each other. The way the Ben Ishchai says it, uh, in particular, is he says that Yaakov is the Bechina of a closed pay, Pach. Pach means closed pay, open chaf, open hand. He doesn't talk so much about it, he just does it. Too much talking. He doesn't talk so much about it, he has a closed mouth and an open hand, that's called Pach. Esav goes into his father, how do you tithe salt? My answer is, you don't. We don't tithe salt. There's no practical halachic course that you take in smicha for tithing salt. Because it's, it's not something that you do. It's not something you do with your hands. It's an interesting mental gymnastics, you know? Rich and I wrote in the packet a few weeks ago that maybe the Indian is that he was talking about Lot's wife, 
because Lot's wife, the Medrash says, regenerated every day. It was part of her punishment. She would grow a pillar of salt, and then the birds would come and eat the salt, and then it would grow again. So you see, salt has this vegetative sort of uh, quality to it, and so therefore maybe it could be shaykh to Truman Meister. And, and then he explained what that really means in, in Pneumius. But it was, uh, that's a one that's, that's not something that we're going to come across very often. Esau likes to talk a lot. It's a, uh, Esau hits in the kaf. It's a closed hand, a closed chaf, and an open mouth. So the Ben Shechai says it. It's much easier to talk. It's very easy to talk. But to do, to be able to act, to be able to do is, maybe a person needs siyata d'shmaya. person needs siyata d'shmaya to be able to turn what they learn into an actionable way of life. I was talking to one of the guys earlier this week, we were sitting over lunch. And I said, what do you, how does a person, you know, we learn so much in yeshiva, we learn so many ideas, there's so much. It, just in one week, notebooks and notebooks being filled. Notebooks and notebooks being filled with ideas and with all types of halachos and hanhagos and ways of thinking about things, it's so much introspection. And I spoke about it a little earlier this week on, on Monday, on the Sicha before night Seder. I spoke about being no olim chaver, to do for somebody, to actually do something for somebody else. Or to do something, to actually perform a mitzvah. They say Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman used to take the equivalent, of, I'll translate it into American money, he didn't, he didn't use American money, but, but he used to take a, a quarter, and he, when he was little, when he was a little boy, he would go into the base medrash, and he would see if no one was around, you know, and he would go to the pushka and go to put the quarter in, and he would say, wait a minute, I'll put the quarter in, I'll say a little yihiratzon, you know, I'll say a little tefillah, and I'll put the quarter in, the whole thing will be over. He said, let me, let me, like, expound upon this mitzvah for a little bit. I want to do a lot of actions with my hand. So he'd go over to the pushka, he'd open it up, and he'd take out 25 pennies. Put the quarter in. And then he would say, Long l'shem yichud. And he'd, you know, put his whole heart into it. He'd put in one of the pennies. Then he'd walk over to a corner and pretend like busy himself for a minute. Take out a safer, look at something. Walk back over to the pushka. Again. Take another penny. Say, l'shem yichud. Say, tefillah Hashem. Another action. Another something that I can do. And Rabbi Nachman said... That as a kid, he used to do this, and he would while away the hours by busying himself with mitzvahs. Now, it's the same thing, right? It's a silly thing. He gave 25 cents like, to Tzedakah. He gave 25 cents to Tzedakah. The Rambam says this explicitly. The Rambam says that if a person can give a lot of Tzedakah at once, or to give a little bit every single day, he should give a little bit every day. If a person needs, obviously, if there's a person that's like, I'm sorry, I know you need the $250 to change your tire, but like, come over the next 250 days, I'll give you $1 at a time. That's not what we're talking we're talking about when, when, when there's not a burning need or there's not something which is, you know, in your face. And you could be marbe b'yadayim b'shal mitzvah. This is a place where Yaakov Avinu, ha'yadayim yidei Esav, that means that Esav has the hands on a certain level. He has, he's trying to get his hands on our hands. Esav says, Akol kol Yaakov, speak about it all you want, say the beautiful joshas and the Torah and learn about it, but Yedayim Yedei Esav, I'm going to hold on to the hands. 
When Yaakov goes to get the Pachon Katanim, and part of what happens, Hakol Kol Yaakov Edayim Be'Esav, but at the end, Yaakov becomes Yisrael. Yaakov becomes Yisrael, becomes a different thing. There, he's able to battle against Esav. And he can turn all the nice joshes into a new name, into a new name for himself, which means a name that he's able to go and get the pach, which means a closed mouth and an open hand. So you hear Ratzon, that all of our learning this week, all of our learning this week should be able to turn into Maisim Tovim. Oha Medrash Hua Maisa. I'll say one thing more funny that, you know, I try very hard not to be, um, not to have like things that are easy to imitate. I root, I try to root them out. It's my own narishka. That itself is like a narishka, you know. <laughs> That's why you'll you'll know when you get to the Purim spiel. Like the only thing they can do is put like big pace on me and a guitar. Like there's no. <laughs> so this week, one of the chaverim came over to me and told me that. He told me that when I'm. When I'm teaching, different kibbutzim also have for doing tshuva. He said that sometimes when I'm teaching, I'll pull my sleeve over my. I play with my sweater. I wear sweaters a lot, so he said I pull my my hands, my sweaters over my hands while I'm telling a story. So he said when I tell a story, I put my hands over. So this is a bechina of covering the hands. I told this to my friend, and he says because you're the handless beggar in Rabbi Nachman's story, whose hands are so high that. It can't even be revealed in this world. I said, that's very sweet. But in this moment, we take it as a... a, a if that happened this week, so it's an opportunity to, for all of us to say, are we, are we hiding our hands? Are we hiding our hands? Maybe we're not doing it right. Maybe if we're hiding our hands while we're teaching Torah, we're not doing it right because we're, we're hiding the ability for our Torah to become actionable, to become pachim. And maybe if there's one thing that we could do to correct ourselves, to be less imitatable, to be more authentic, to be someone who doesn't have something that you run to, but something that in the moment you always go to the... So then maybe, maybe that means that we need to be having our hands show a little bit more. Or maybe, why am I taking this to you? Maybe I need to be, we need to be more careful with that our Torah should be actionable. The Torah that we do should be something which we can bring to life in a real way. Hashem should give us the koach to be able not only lilmod ulilamid, but also lasos velishmor, and to do all of the mitzvahs of Hashem, to guard them, and that merit we zochet to those pachim, to be lit in the Bishwak Tashmir Rebbein Amen.